What's up, everyone? Welcome to another episode of the podcast of Dark Water. Um, you probably wouldn't know because this would have come out one week after the last episode, but we did take a little bit of a break and we're back in full Pirates of Dark Water uh, mode. And yeah, so where uh, where are we now on the show? Like the first five episodes, by the way, my name is Sam. And this is Richie. The first five episodes were kind of a mini series, like a proof of concept. Would you say? Right. Yes, I would. Okay. Say, I would say. I would say that. Thank you, Richie. You're uh, you're really well, helping us really out about here. affirmative words. Yes. Is it? <laughs> you'd be great at improv. We're just like, <laughs> yes, yes. <laughs> Answer everything. Yeah. Uh huh. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, Pirates of Dark Water. What did you think? Good. Good. <laughs> right on. <laughs> Perfect. Um, yeah, so uh, first five episodes were a miniseries, um, and now that we're out of that, jumping right into this episode, which was called... Andorus. Andorus, which is the home, which uh, we find out is the home island Tula. of Tula. It is referenced, <laughs> it is, to be fair, it is referenced in prior episodes, and it, she's, she had originally gone to get the necromance, ecro, eco-nance, ec- the magic guy, Ecomancer, Ecomancer, yeah. um, to try to get to heal her homeland, and he said, "Ah, too late for Endorus. It was already eaten by black water." Um, this is also one of those. What? 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 What was it eaten by? It was eaten by dark water. You definitely said black water. <laughs> oh, dark water, black water. Again, we know what show we're on. <laughs> um, yeah. So, um, right out of the gate. The first thing I noticed is that the show looks a little bit cheaper now. Yes. So I think they're now in the syndication mode where we're going to make as many episodes as we can to show on Saturday morning. We no longer have a proof of concept. We have our, this is what the show is, and we're going to just run with it. Right. And right off the bat, the very beginning of this episode, if we're ready to do the rundown. Um, Yeah. I mean, do you have any other opening thoughts before we go into the rundown? Um, Starting the Rock? No, I think like this is just going to be like the preview of what the rest of the series is going to be. Yeah, yeah. Um, and, and there's some very like as we go through the episode, there's some key things that are very much. This is no longer the mini series. Yeah. Like it shows you where the commercials are, mm-hmm. and there's the announcer saying, "And now back to Pirates of Dark Water." Yeah, I I wish there were commercials on this, so we'd go from like a a Taco Bell commercial straight into now back to Pirates of Dark Water, <laughs> or you have like Batman or something. I don't know what channel this is on. Now we're back to Pirates of Darkwater. Hey, kids, this is Batman. Watch Pirates of Darkwater next. Something like that. I miss those. <laughs> Batman ca- catching Robin watching Pirates of Darkwater. What are you watching, Robin? Oh, nothing, Batman. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, Richie's great at improv. <laughs> it takes him a minute. <laughs> so, right, right. Yes. Right. Yes. So, okay, let's do the rundown, Richie. You start. Uh, so, the episode starts really slow. Mm-hmm. Um, you feel like the brakes, the e brakes have been pulled. Everything is stopping. Yeah. Um, and what happens is uh, they're just on the boat cleaning it up and uh, they're getting ready to leave port. And Tula says, ah, I got some buckets to grow my spices in. Yeah. And so she has to get some dirt while... Um, well, she doesn't get the dirt. She doesn't get the dirt. She gets the dirt on Andorus. Uh, and uh, she... What does she do? No, it, well, that she doesn't that. get the dirt. Uh, uh, the monkey bird. The monkey bird gets the dirt. Yeah, Abu gets the dirt. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, so they're stuck in the port while she goes to get some water for them. Yeah. Um, oh, but no, but they notice she changes clothes. Oh, that's right. So she, <laughs> because I assume it's a cost thing, 
she takes off her uh, shoulder pads off screen and it's one of those things like in old like high school romantic comedies where like the the weird girl takes off her glasses and then all of a sudden everyone's like attracted to her and so it's like she takes off her for probably cost reasons for some reason doing arm shoulder pads cost the the company Hanna Barbera so much budget. money broke the budget not the fancy opening title cards but but these arm things but now everyone's like ah look how hot she is now yeah ren's eyes even change like some of the cell animation changes and his eyes are completely different like well i know it's more ogling. <laughs> it's more ogling like at her he's ogling and then his eyelids close for a good seven frames <laughs> and yeah it's 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 fun i mean uh it's hannah barbera what do you what do you expect yeah i just i very much felt this is a hannah barbera episode of like lower grade animation yeah it no longer feels like its own thing it feels like uh it's gonna well yes and no it it feels like its own thing but it also feels like um a little bit par for the course as far as Hanna-Barbera goes but um yeah I mean I well okay we'll keep going down the rundown so Tula goes to get some water um and while she's getting the water she's filling up these flasks and all of a sudden this magic lightning comes around her hands yeah. it's not lightning though it's definitely not it's like electricity energy. it's like energy and uh the guppies come and niddler's like oh wow the, you're sure you sure are sure are good with the with the minnows and yeah. there's sure young pups like you with your out with your shoulder blades um and that's my my stand-up uh niddler yeah, yeah. um and then the old ecomancer comes and says you're an ecomancer a what you're an ecomancer jeez it took me a second i'm like what's that oh (laughs) dumb um so she's an she says no i'm a warrior i'm not an ecomancer um and then he reveals that they're on endorus that her home island he explains Um, a lot of things he explains a lot because i mean normally that's kind of could be come off as condescending but i guess she doesn't recognize her home planet now that it's been painted gray and deteriorating right so it used to be like green like beautiful nature like garden of eden-esque and now it's just like downtown la sludge (laughs) there's no food there's no food niddler keeps complaining um oh we did miss the part where conk tries to Oh yeah, I think it's while she's getting the water. Yeah, Conk capture chases after them. Yeah, um, and Niddler flies away with the old Necromancer, mm-hmm. Echomancer, Econancer, <laughs> and Tula takes down the other two. Yeah, well, she commands the beast. Well, at first she slings the water. Oh, that's right. <laughs> knocks the guys off of their dra- uh What are they called again? Dragons. They're like almost dragons. Dragoons. But, uh, Panzer dragons, dragoons. Uh, Dar Dagrons. Dagrons. You wrote so that just, down. I did because I knew it was like an anagram for dragons. Just move the R oh around. My gosh. Um. So she knocks them off, and then the dragons come over to her. Yeah. And she just holds out her hand and like force lightnings them and says, "Heal, boys!" And yeah, they yeah. obey her command. She's um, she's not the nicest to them. She's, a, she's she at the mean. very <laughs> like when we'll get to the end part, but there's a moment where she's like, "Get out of here, you <laughs> stupid beasts!" And she's just like. <laughs> Be gone. And it's like, well, no, they helped you. They helped you. Like, why don't, and also, why don't you keep them? She also has a great, she has great moments with them just repeated. Yeah. Later on. Just like poses that are, are very nice poses, but like they're, they're, uh, they're repeated so many times and it's, it's fun to, to point them out. Right. So this is, you feel, you feel a little bit of the Hanna-Barbera in that there is repeated gags and cells because when Conk um, chases after Niddler and the old 
Ecomancer. Yes. Got it right. You got it right. Um, yes. They, <laughs> yeah. Yes. Um, he, ca- he like throws a, an octopus at them and like that's his leash on them. So he's able to like pull on them and eventually uh, in comes in Tula on her. She looks like a Valkyrie. Yeah, she does. Uh, flying through the air on her uh, Dagron. Mm-hmm. And the hair is flying back. Which we've seen four pose, times already. Which we've seen four times already. She looks like she's like She-Ra. Mm-hmm. Tula, Tula. I was, there was one moment where I was expecting her to say, I have the power. And then just... <laughs> <laughs> but that's later on when she's in her little tree fortress. She, she does have the power. She does. Um, and she's able to command the octopus to let go of the old Econancer. Yeah. Um, and then I think it does another one of her horse poses. And then uh, they, I think they land on the island again. Or so, somehow she and she and the Econancer get to the island mm-hmm. of Andorus, back to the land, because they had flown out to sea a little bit. And Ayaz and Ren are on the island and... The compass starts kind of shorting out a little bit. Yeah, well, it glows, but there's no, like, concrete. Like, we've seen previous on the show that the, uh, and we should say, too, they're trying to find the third treasure of Rue. Rule. Rule. What's Rue? Anyway. Kinga and little Rue. Yeah, yeah. So the treasure of Rue rule normally, like, shoots like an arrow, like a light beam. Light beam. Yeah, like like in 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 Shadow of the Colossus. Or... (laughs) Or Aladdin, Prince of Thieves. Oh, that's right. Your stupid Aladdin the, movie. The Oracle. I'll anyway, show you so the he, way. Uh, I'm gonna, anyway, he like he normally it lights up and then it's shorting out because it's it's on this island they think, but there's no like real evidence that it's it's there. There's no no real guide to where to find there's it. There's no rule to it being there. Yeah, <laughs> I was trying to avoid that <laughs> word, but yes. So they uh um they they get off the ship and uh they start kind of walking around and then but we cut back to Tula and uh Ecomancer. Ecomancer. He he's kind of like a homeless old um diaper wearing Aragon. He's one Aragorn. he's one with the trees. He's the one with the, he is one with the trees. Literally. So yeah, so we kind of do a quick not even a training montage cuz she doesn't really learn how to use her power. He just is like Hey, go into these tree cages and we'll just uh, do the thing. But it's the Vivivas tree. Yes. Where it's like the tree of life of the planet. It's the only tree that's not deteriorated. It's the only tree that's not like dead. Right. And the only the the supreme Echo Dancers can touch the tree. Mm-hmm. Um, and he says, believe in yourself. You can go in there. So they go into these like cages, these tree cages at the root of the tree. Yeah. And they're able to magify and all of a sudden it's like it's like the firebird sweet scene of fantasia 2000 mm-hmm. where the green lady is flying over the island um healing the land yes, please continue yes. <laughs> and then we actually do get that part in the the firebird suite where the 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 weird monster that kind of does look like the firebird from the fantasia 2000 short Right, like pops up, yeah. That's right, but it's it's plant based. But but they say it's called <gasps> the the blight. Yeah, and it, they'd used the tree before years ago to seal away the blight, and they Hasht- thought it was dead. Hashtag foreshadowing. Ooh. Ooh, wonder if that's gonna come up this episode. Well, he literally does say like, "We got to defeat this by the end of the episode." <laughs> oh, <laughs> I missed that. It's part. not really foreshadowing <laughs> when he goes, "Yeah, we got to get rid of this thing because it's still alive." Oh, and so um, but then Tula gets attacked and she turns all old. 
and it's weird. It's and like Snow White when the queen turns old. Yeah, so they uh, they go and um, they find her. Everyone's reunited. Uh, Nidler has found some uh, fruit for him oh, to enjoy. Speaking of the fruit that he found, how did he find this fruit? It fell on his head. Right, which is the second time because when Conch had the... the uh, not electric eel the um the octopus <laughs> the octopus it's literally on the screen it's literally the the token for this episode is an octopus yeah when he fell in the wall when tula made him release it from the old echo dancer he f- knew there was carrying the echo dancer so they're all flying in the air then conk fell in the water and obviously the long string of the octopus arm was coming down while while he was trying to catch his what's breath. gonna happen what's gonna happen something's falling to him of course laying on his yeah. head it's later on it's, it's niddler is on the tree saying i wish i had some food firebird sweet mango thing grows and lands on his head mm-hmm. ah! <laughs> oh, no. uh, so <laughs> both times two looks like just like dropping people on things on people's heads yeah yeah but re again reused gags mm-hmm. so they um they figure out oh shoot we got to get her back and uh our our old buddy uh the Ichomancer. He has a name, but I can't remember I can't what it remember is. His name either. We just watched this. <laughs> he decides to uh, to heal her, but that Drake drains his energy, right? Oh, yeah, a little bit. And so they discover that the only way to well, no, no, no. So they discover that there is a treasure of rule here. The third treasure. The third it is treasure there numbered conveniently, know, which is kind of crazy that we're six episodes in and we're just getting to number three. But I, mean, I guess that's not too crazy. But it's not too bad. But it's also like that's good development that yeah, they're yeah. not just like an, an, a, a treasure episode. episode. Yeah, which I like a lot. And then uh, we find out that uh, the our old pal, the Ecomancer, actually put a spell on the island and hid the uh, the third treasure of rule. Right. He hid it underneath the firebird. <laughs> but they thought he was dead. So you know what what harm could that do? Just putting the little thing right underneath, like what is right so obvious, them. like an evil head. Right. And I mean, he reveals that he was one of the captains of the King Primus, Optimus Primus of Octopon. Yeah. I mean, there's always got to be a family connection in these shows. Oh, I mean, yeah. it's, it's never not just like there's everyone's related to someone. Everyone knew each other. It's 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 uh, it's par for the course for these fantasy. Well, at least he's not like Tula's father, too. Yeah, that's true. I mean, and two, like I wrongfully predicted that she was going to be some sort of princess of this island and that's what she was running away from. But, you know, she just discovered that she has this power and maybe it just took going home to discover who you really were. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> um, so they so, so they, they have to send Re- the, Ren. Yes down a hole that looks kind of familiar it looks like the hole from the last jedi they discover this hole it looks just like the one that's on um uh last jedi no but what's the island name um luke's island yes on luke's lost, island. lost boys no the island has a name it's like uh 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 kit fisto so the island of kit fisto kit fisto is the green like, <laughs> i know who kit fisto the, is okay anyway so they they go down the or ren is sent down the hole and it kind of it turns into a mix of like the scene from empire strikes back where luke has to fight his inner demons and also like an indiana jones slash lost zelda level where they have to kind of go in this chamber uh one of my favorite things is that tula and our old pal the ecomancer go into the their little wood cage again and um they're helping ray but in order to do that their heads are (laughs) red hey whatever they're as far as uh as far as ray is concerned uh they're they're her parents tula and ren are ray's parents (laughs) 
spoilers for episode nine um so um that'd be amazing um <laughs> by the two moons yeah but which he does says there's two moons of uh andor uh no of myrrh of the whole planet andor oh that's is just right. an island that's right i didn't know that islands could have their own two moons that's crazy. apparently anyway so um uh tula and the our old pal the ecomancer uh they they show up in the caves as visions to Ren, but they're giant heads. <laughs> and this was the moment in the episode where I internally declared that this is not only my favorite episode of Pirates of Dark Water, that no episode will beat this episode. Because <laughs> it's everything I love about goofy science fiction fantasy shows like this. I love going into the caves. I love, like, they're, like, healing the land. And I I, I don't know. I You're going to have to find... Uh, <laughs> a goofier episode for me to love oh and this is don't don't you worry sam i know but this is your word but the the first five episodes are really epic and they're cool and stuff but this was the first episode where i'm like oh world building like i still like this world that they're they're setting up (laughs) so it's it's so far this is my favorite episode but i do kind of love that it's just they go full like fantasy in this episode like it's the full like the wizards are like taken over and they got to find the thing and you know he finds the the third treasure of rule and the, our old pal the echomancer is like guiding him and he, chula guides him too yeah oh yeah she's like oh don't you gotta run fast don't uh and that she, bridge a uh, bridge is about the ropes are untying themselves as he's crossing it well it, you know they're rickety they haven't been stepped on in a hundred years or whatever right. so i i believe that but um so they he goes across grabs the thing and then the firebird comes to life and, and she like v- magic vines grabs mm-hmm. his hand and pulls him up to the top yeah and into the arms well of... no because she takes him to the treasure chamber oh that's right she takes him to the treasure chamber he gets the treasure and then abu looks up and the giant monkey turns evil and then aladdin turns around and says abu i told you not to touch anything i had an aladdin flashback the show is like aladdin anyway so he grabs the treasure and then the firebird comes alive and tries to attack him he like grabs him with his vines and it's like crazy and then tula is able to kill the firebird or whatever and then he wraps the she wraps like the vines around him brings him up into the arms of bloth and that's where the episode ends not quite (laughs) oh no oh no but wait there's more you mean there's a now back to now back to pirates of dark water i think that doug said it yeah this one oh no (laughs) um so anyway they go back to uh they go oh sorry they're on the the surface (laughs) because they were in so they come back to the surface now (laughs) there's no starting over i forgot this is live (laughs) they're on the surface now and bloth is there he had attacked ayaz like pretty quickly ayaz is taken down bloth's sword is also pretty big yeah even i i like ayaz's sword but he just gets ayaz has half a sword no, that's Ren who has half a sword. Ren has half a sword. Wait, we forgot about what did Ren's half sword do earlier? Because remember, there was a spell on the island, and he had to use his sword. Oh, oh, so like a keyblade. So there's a there's a, a wall where uh, there is a keyhole that that glows, and also the uh, the light They've is been... mismatched for like sixteen frames, and then it goes back, which is fine. And then he uses his sword like a keyblade and opens it up. So his sword does still have magical properties, which is great. Bloth is there. Ayaz's sword is somewhat powerful. And uh, yeah, you know, pretty much uh, Tula kind of saves the day. Well, and But they put the... So they capture Ren and Monkey Bird and Ayaz and put them in a cage, kind of like Pirates of the Caribbean 2 or 3 or 1. 2 maybe. When they're in the, the bone cages. Hanging That's 2. Off the, uh, yeah, 2. Dead Man's Chest. Um, 5, 6, or 7. I can't remember. 
Um, there's not as many. There's surprisingly still more Star Wars movies than there are Pirates what? movies. What? Nothing. I think it was 2006. Okay. Yeah. Thank you, Ready Player One, for... Mm-hmm. <laughs> Gore Verbinski directed it. <laughs> okay. Uh, can I be Ready Player Two now? Okay. Anyways. So, um, they're in this cage and Tula comes... Or they say, tell us where your friends are because they really want the Ecomancer because mm-hmm. he can chase away dark water. Yep. Ren says, we're never going to we're never gonna sell our friends. And uh, Nidler really wants to sell out his friends. Can we just tell them the general area that they're in? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, gosh. Yeah, so they, you think they're going to fall on someone's head. You don't know who's down there. <laughs> <laughs> but uh but uh tula comes in yeah. to save the day mm-hmm. and uh she just has her little knife that she fights she doesn't even have her shoulder blades anymore she just has her little no because the animators got tired of drawing it <laughs> right but they did describe it as hey i found some silks underneath my under deck yeah okay weird choice but like and- i love it when like these animators are like Hey Shaggy, what happened to your uh, jacket? Oh, I left it on a, on a, on the amusement park aisle. And, and they bring it again twice in the episode. Later on, they're like, "New clothes, new powers. Wow, it's a new day for Tula." <laughs> it's almost like we figured out her character. <laughs> um, and then uh, she fights them off with her sword and their Bloth's two best. He's like, I brought my best swordsman. And Conk is like, oh, oh thanks. thanks, boss. He's like, and Conk. So, <laughs> la- we laughed at that. We did. It was funny. And it's also still Tim Curry, which is really <laughs> funny. And uh, so she fights him off. And Ayaz uh, is like, she'll never beat them. But she does beat them. But yeah. then she throws her knife down. And everybody's like, ah, she's given up. But she just uses her necromancer powers. Yeah. Saves the guys in the cage. Yeah. And then casts somehow like breaks down the land so that Bloth and all of them fall off the cliff yep. and land on the water because apparently it's okay if they fall in the water they'll survive but if Ren and Ayaz and Monkey Bird had landed in the water they would have died. <laughs> well, we all know that they can't swim. Oh, that's that's right. Except for Kong. Kong's a great swimmer because yeah. he's always swimming in this show. He's always just missed the boat or he uh, he's fallen from the sky or something. Right. Um, and then they. Go back and meet up with the old guy, the old, Our old pal, the Ecomancer. The old pal, the Ecomancer, and I think he just says like, "Hey, great! I gotta stay in this island and cure it." And um, good job on your adventure. You have Tula now, um, without her shoulder blades. Yep. Um, Our your adventures can continue without me. That's one less character we have to animate. Right. They they really need to get rid of him. And he waves away. I think he's like shaggy in like forty fifty years mm-hmm. after Scooby has rested in peace, um, and is just like living. It's on the clear side. that we've never seen an episode of Scooby Doo because both of our <gasps> Scooby Doo references are way off. <laughs> Wait, <laughs> I grew up with Scooby. Doo. I know. I love Scooby Doo too. This is also reminiscent of Scooby Doo and the Thirteen Ghosts. Um, kind of. They, there's thirteen things, and they never finish that show. <laughs> Hanna Barbera, there's a trend. Yeah, you have to learn how to finish what you're doing. That's true. Spoiler alert for uh, Scooby Doo and the Thirteen Ghosts. That's the one that's crappy, right? Uh, it's scrappy, and then I think it has like Velma. Well, it's like half the cast. It's like half the cast, and they're missing like. Uh, Fred's no, not there. They're missing Fred and no, they have Daphne, but they don't have Fred or, or Velma, Velma, which I don't know what happened with those two. Yeah, weird. And but they added like another like I think they added like the uh, the kid from what um, was the Temple uh, of Doom or the oh, second Indiana right. Jones movie? They what, added the kid from what there. What was the one where it was like Ghost School? Remember there was like a Scooby Doo show where it was like Ghost School or something? No, I don't. There was a Ghost School show. Look it up. Look it up really quick. 
Get get out your phone and look it up. This is important. Oh my god. This is important to the Pirates of Dark Water podcast that we learn what the thirteen ghosts of Scooby Doo there was like a ghost school. Like just look up Scooby Doo Ghost School. That's what I'm doing. Scooby Doo Ghost School. Scooby Doo Ec- uh, Necromancer. What? No way there is Was oh. I right? What? Was I right? I remember this. Yeah. There was a oh. Scooby-Doo Ghost School. Scooby-Doo and the Ghoul School. The Ghoul School. That's what it was. Yeah. No way. Was this a TV show? I think it was. No. No. Or was it, it a was TV a movie. movie? It was a movie. It was a TV movie. I feel like I saw it like I split up in like, I reckon, six parts. As soon as I saw it, I'm like, I recognize. I remember the Cartoon the, Network the, bumpers. The white-haired chick, the purple-haired chick, and the mummy girl. Oh, and the and the werewolf little girl. I don't well, remember and the Frankenstein. Was Scooby-Doo like a teacher? I don't know. I don't I remember tell. it that much, but I remember like seeing like after thirteen ghosts of Scooby Doo, watch school, school, on Cartoon Network, and then Johnny Bravo would be like, "Oh, woman." <laughs> and, um, that was my favorite episode of Johnny Bravo, the one when he meets Scooby Doo. Anyway, we're gonna go along. Um, so to wrap up, uh, this is my favorite episode so far. Uh, Richie thinks two thirds of it is good. And apparently it gets weirder. I have not seen anything past this point. Richie has a little bit, but I think after we finish this disc, he is going to be going I think going we'll in be blind. in fresh waters. Cool. New waters. Sure. That's a... Sounds good. Yes. 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 <laughs> Thanks again for listening to this episode of the podcast of Dark Water. As always, I am Sam. And this is Richie. And we like to end each show by saying... Ever, Ever the Quest! quest. Ha, 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 ha.